everyone and welcome to our next creator chat. Uh, today we are speaking to author uh, and creator of uh, novels such as Pie in the Sky and Fly on the Wall and her brand new uh, graphic novel came out recently, Porcaso, uh, introducing Remy Lai. Hi, hi everyone, thanks for having me. Thank you for uh, being on our podcast. So, um, tell us a bit. Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> um, uh, where you're from? Have you always liked creating? Uh, okay. So, um, uh, well, I live in Brisbane now, um, but I was born in Indonesia, and then, um, but I grew up in Singapore. Um, yes. So, um, and. Um, so my first book came out in 2019. That was Pie in the Sky. And so I'm an author and also an illustrator. So I do all the pictures in my books. Yeah, they, um, I loved reading Pie in the Sky and Fly on the Wall. Um, and so I was very excited when uh, Porcaso was coming out. <laughs> um, have you, uh, did you read uh, comic books or graphic novels uh, when you were younger? Uh, yes, I read them exclusively. <laughs> so, um, but so they were the first books that I read as a kid. Um, my parents didn't place any kind of restrictions on what I read. So, and I just gravitated towards comics. Um, and I think it was only maybe in uh, upper upper primary that I started reading uh, maybe prose books. Um, and um so yeah I love comics oh, did you um have any favorites as a as a child um I read plenty of Kelvin and Hobbes and I read also a lot of manga um and then I think things like Farsight maybe is that counted as a comic it's not exactly it's not like a one panel comic yeah <laughs> oh that's that's all right <laughs> Um, so you have written uh, two illustrated novels. Um, what was it like uh, creating your first like full graphic novel? Uh, it was a lot of fun. So I've always wanted to do um, graphic novels. So that that was when I went into publishing. Um, I wanted to do comics um, because that's that's the kind of books that I love the most. I would say. <laughs> um, but it just did not work out that way for Pie in the Sky because. Um, the comic, the graphic novel format, uh, I thought it did work, work very well for Pie in the Sky because the main characters don't speak English. So um, they don't speak a lot. And so that if it were in a graphic novel format, there would be a lot of thought balloons. Um, and I did not want a comic book that looked like that. So that's why it did. So that's why it became an illustrated um, novel. So when I got the chance to do um, Picasso as a full graphic novel, it was like, yes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it really does uh, suit a graphic novel. Um, did you have an, in what was your inspiration for Picasso? Uh, my dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my dog looks exactly like Picasso. Um, uh, but it was my editor who suggested that I write a dog book because he's seen my Instagram and it's just pictures of my dogs. <laughs> he said, why don't you write a dog book? <laughs> so I said, yes, of course. So, so then I wrote um, a story that's uh, 
really inspired by one of my dogs. Um, my dog doesn't actually go shopping. <laughs> he would probably eat all the shopping. Um, but the other like, personality traits about Picasso um, are very similar to my own dog. Oh, and uh, is his name Picasso or? <laughs> no, his name is Poop Roller. Oh. Poop. So the name Poop Roller is actually mentioned in Picasso, but it's just like a throwaway kind of thing. So that's kind of like an Easter egg that I placed. <laughs> oh, well, I love Picasso. He's just so cute. I'm like, oh, what a cute dog. <laughs> and yeah, how I, I love the idea that he is a dog that is so independent. He just takes himself to the shops. Um, how did you come up with that aspect of the story? Um, that one, um, that's actually based on a statue uh, that I saw in, in um, Stone's Corner, which is a suburb here in Brisbane. There's a statue of a dog carrying a basket. Um, I came across that statue before as I even wanted I was even going to write a dog book. Um, but when I saw that statue, I was uh, I was super curious, like, why is this not carrying a basket? And why is it so famous that it gets its own statue? Um, and I found out a little bit of information about that statue. It was that that dog used to live in that area and used to go shopping uh, on its own. Um, that was the only information that I could get. So, but I thought, hold on. Um, but I thought that that was a good um, starting point for me. Yeah, I, I, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, how cool would that be just to, you know, send your dog with $50, take him down to the, you know, just take himself to the shops. <laughs> He'd sort of become this phenomenon in the, in the town square. <laughs> um, so uh, tell us a bit about your process. Uh, did you, did the, did the story come first or... Did the character come first? I know that you based the character off your dog, but, you know, the rest of the characters, which which, which sort of came first uh, or was it both sort of together? I would say both sort of together. Like I knew I wanted to do a book where the dog has a personality that's similar to my dog. Um, so he's not going to perform like heroic deeds or anything. <laughs> he won't save your life or anything. Um, so then I knew that it was not going to be a story about like a superhero kind of dog. Um, so I thought about like I wanted to show how maybe like my dog kind of brings me out of my shell <laughs> in a way and brings me out of my home, like literally <laughs> because I because I work full time from home. So. Um, I probably would have stepped out of my house if I didn't need to walk my dog. So, <laughs> so he kind of brings me out like outside of the house and then gets me, um, I guess, connect more connected to people because I'd meet people with their walking their own dogs and then maybe we would chit chat and things like that. So then I thought that's the kind of vibe, the kind of joy, a little bit quiet maybe. It's not like explosions or um, things like that. So it was just the kind of the quiet ways that he opens up like my world in a way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is nice. I do, you know, does I Does that answer that... your question? No, it does, yeah. Because um, it does sort of make sense, you know, I also don't go out much, but when I do walk my dog, you know, you, you meet people and you and you chat to them and it's, yeah, it's easy to make those connections when they're sort of like this cute uh, 
dog <laughs> that sort of will just run up to anyone yeah. and <laughs> and make friends and just are you like oh okay we're talking to you now <laughs> um, but no animals they're the best icebreaker <laughs> yeah so what was it um what was it like fitting the dialogue um into the story because you said with you know pie in the sky there was so much that that couldn't be a um a graphic novel because of all of the the thoughts what was it like sort of the writing process um and fitting that into the story for me it feels natural <laughs> because <laughs> comics were like is my thing <laughs> so for me it feels more natural than writing prose so i didn't have a very hard time writing dialogues mm-hmm. in comic books so it wasn't like i was a prose writer and then i had to adapt to writing comic books yeah so it came naturally in a way i i had a lot i had so much fun writing the book yeah you you can tell that cuz when i read it it just you know it just brings a smile to your face and you just like reading it cuz the the storyline throughout the novel but like the conversations they have and and just you know poor Carso just like sitting in the back like yeah I know <laughs> <laughs> that's good because I always wondered is this because it's a little bit I would say lighter than my other books so I was wondering I was kind of worried with readers like this is this too much too different from my other books <laughs> <laughs> no it's fun I think I mean I read a lot of um graphic novels and and you like those stories you know like um the heartwarming ones like the Raina telling Meyer and um Kayla Miller they're just, they're about everyday life and they just bring sort of like a smile to your face and and so it's always fun to read those graphic novels uh tell us about your grading process um because you are you are an illustrator <laughs> Um, do you free draw your illustrations? Do you use uh, illustrating software? What's it like? Um... Sorry, I'm going to burp. So I always write a script first for me um, because the novel, the graphic novel is pretty long. I mean, if I was just doing a short comic, I probably don't need to write a script. But um, if it's a whole novel... I don't want to waste my time drawing something that would be cut out. <laughs> um, um, and I do all my artwork for my graphic novel um, digitally. Um, it's a lot faster for me, and then I can meet my deadlines. <laughs> and um, and I this is a, this is a kind of a silly reason, but I don't have a scanner, <laughs> so I can't. Uh, if I were to use, uh, if I were to draw on paper and pen, I would have to buy a scanner. <laughs> Um, and then I would have to spend a lot of time scanning and scanning is a really boring and time consuming process. <laughs> Let's just do digital. Yeah. Oh, I love, um, the colors that you use throughout. <laughs> I cannot take credit for the colors. We actually have a colorist. Oh. Um, her name is Samantha. Yeah. So we knew from the start that I wasn't going to do the colors. Um, I, um, <laughs> uh, uh, because we have a deadline to meet. And so my colorist was actually coloring while I was still. So let, let's say I finished drawing the final art up till page 50. Then I would send it to her and she would start coloring while I start drawing like the pages after 50. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. 
so I so I couldn't have done the coloring and also I, I wouldn't have done a, as great a job as I did. So <laughs> and um so you do you draw the whole story in order? You don't sort of like do one part and then move on. It's all in order of how the story goes or Yeah, I do it in order because how do you do a comic a graphic novel out of order? <laughs> because you need to have everything laid out. And because it's not like a chapter, like a, a prose novel, which is separated by chapters, and then you can maybe work on one chapter and then the next. But in a graphic novel, there are not, there are really no, no <laughs> chapters, <laughs> in a way. And, and so like a, like a chapter maybe could end on the same page as another chapter begins. Yeah. Is that, am I making sense? Yeah. <laughs> And I suppose, and also you need to be, with a graphic novel, the page count limitation mm. is really strict. <laughs> you can't, so you have to have the whole book laid out and you have to know, you have to have the exact page down. Um, and then I guess after you sketch the whole book, you could skip around in doing <laughs> the final art. Yeah. I guess you could do that, but I didn't do that. I did that in order. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and can you tell us about uh, anything you're working on currently? Um, yes, yeah, so I finished, almost finished working on my books that are coming out next year. Um, they are a series of um, graphic novels for, I think, six to nine-year-olds, six to nine-year-olds, um, so for younger, a little bit younger than Picasso, um, and they're about animals trying to survive from the wild after their environment um, has been changed by humans and I think the first one for Australia is the one with a koala trying to survive the bushfire which is actually the second book in the U.S. Oh. <laughs> um, so there are three coming out next year um, two of them in April and then the third one later that year. Oh yeah. that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Was yeah. that fun drawing like different animals? <laughs> It was. So I, I love doing um, books with animal characters. So I had a lot of fun with this one. I actually did the colors for this one. <laughs> it was hell, um, but I did it. Um, I'm really lucky in that I got to do different kinds of books in a way because it's uh, it's the the series that are coming out next year are have a kind of different feel for, and it's a different age group also for um, than Picasso. So, and then I got to do the colors, and the colors are in a different style from Picasso. So I'm really lucky in that I got to kind of grow as a writer, as an an, an illustrator. Oh, well, that's exciting and something to look forward to next year. <laughs> um, what um, what advice would you give uh, to a another creator who's just starting out? If you're talking about an illustrator and they want to create their own graphic novels, I think maybe the biggest advice would be to learn to write. <laughs> That's, that sounds silly because you're going to be drawing. But if you also want to be the one who is writing the story, then you kind of need to learn to write. Um, and And there are like... There aren't so sometimes there are books that say it's how to write a graphic novel, um, but that actually really deals a lot more with like the art itself. Uh, <laughs> but I tend to find that 
And but what you really need is to write like an actual novel. So you would want to look up like how to write just like novels because the story structure and things like that would transfer to a graphic novel, even though a graphic novel is like more succinct. Um, but the principles are there. And so if a, if a beginner wants to like create their whole graphic novel and not just illustrate, I would say learn, like um, read up on how to write and maybe practice writing also. I feel like uh, it's a graphic novel, so it's a novel, so it tells a story. So you want the story to be great too, not just the art. So yeah, yeah because for me, when I was starting to create graphic novels, I started a lot with drawing. So I would draw and I wouldn't even really think about a story. So like I would just draw my story and then I realized that ah, the story really does like a hundred pages in, I realized oh, this, this story really doesn't work. And so I would have kind of wasted all that time. Um, and so um, things kind of really clicked with me only when I really started looking into writing per se and not just like writing a graphic novel. So with uh, with the state of the world uh, currently, lockdowns, restrictions, um, have you read anything recently? Graphic novel or, uh, or, or novel? <laughs> I've been reading a graphic novel. Which one is it? Oh, well, it's not really recently, but this was last year, I think. Um, I got the art for that one or, or the year before. I don't know. This one. Um, so this is the art, but I like this. So this is also kind of like a quiet kind of story, kind of like smile and that kind of thing. Um, I like that one. I haven't really read um, any prose novels no. lately. <laughs> I just can't concentrate. Um, <laughs> uh, so I've been reading lots and lots um, of comic books. And yeah, I... This one is maybe... Not um, teacher recommended, but I, I like to read Archie also. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like the stories are so predictable, like you know what's going to happen. And just, <laughs> but I still like to read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I love it. Um, I also read Stepping Stones. I, I really love that one. Yeah. Um, so how, how can the people, people follow you? Do you have social media? Do you have a website? Um, yeah, so I have a website. It's ramilai.com, just my name, um, and .com. And I also have, there are links there to my Twitter and Instagram. I'm not really on Twitter. It's just there. <laughs> so I'm mostly on Instagram. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for your, your time today and speaking about Poor Caso. Um, if the people haven't read it, you definitely should add it to your TBR because it is uh, a wonderful novel to read. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much, Remy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Alia Graphic Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on our YouTube page and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Alia Graphic, email us at aliagraphicinfo at gmail.com and check our blog, aliagraphic.blogspot.com for updates, monthly roundups of news and new release titles.